Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everyone in Ontario, California. We're coming Sunday, February 18th, the Ontario Improv. Very excited, but I've never even been to that part of the world. So we'll be there Sunday night, February 18th. I wish you will as well. Philadelphia, here we go. Punchline in Philly, February 29th to March 2nd. It's a Thursday, a Friday, and a Saturday. And then on to D.C., Washington, D.C. Improv on Sunday night, March 3rd. After that, we go to Oxnard here in the Los Angeles area. Levity Ventura Live, County. March 7th, Ventura County, exactly. Uh, and then to Stamford, Connecticut, New York Comedy Club, Stamford, Connecticut, March 22nd. Get your tickets for that. They're almost gone. Auburn Theater in upstate Auburn, New York. Really excited about this show. March 23rd, Kansas City, the Kansas City Comedy Club, March 27th. And then, of course, out to Florida, Donya Beach, April 7th, and Tampa, April 6th, Saturday night, Sunday night, Side Splitters in Tampa, Improv in um, Dania Beach, Sunnyvale, Rooster Tea Feathers here in uh, California as well, Dallas, Phoenix, Beverly, Massachusetts, Detroit, and Atlanta, all on Frangiola.fun. More coming uh, in the summer. We are doing a bunch of stuff in September, October, November, December. So those will be coming up on Frangiola.fun real soon. Here we go. All new episode, cover to cover.
Here we are here to rescue you from the winter doldrums with a little seals and crofts summer breeze. Just pretend for a second you guys are in your favorite. I don't know. I don't know what people do. And I don't know, covered porch. I see them sometimes on these home improvement shows, you know. They'll go to the back of the house that they're looking to buy and it's some shitty screened in porch. Like, well, we'll tear this out, of course, you know. Mm -hmm. But maybe some of you don't tear it down. Like, hey, we go sit on our screened-in porch. That's in Florida. I think it's for bugs or something. They all have their pools in like, yeah, in like a screened greenhouse yeah. or screened-in or something. It's an odd thing, but mm -hmm. whatever. That's in Florida. I guess they have to do to whatever I, humidity or some shit. But anyway, this is what we're doing for you guys because I know what's happening right now. So we're gonna lose seals and crawl summer breeze. Jasmine, think about it. Think about what's to come, because right now it's it's just shit. It's er, it's mid February, after Valentine's Day. We are currently taping on Valentine's Day. Alex is in his dress like Cupid over here. So he came in fully dressed <laughs> like Cupid, and uh, so that's exciting. And and uh, it's after Super Bowl. It's nowhere near summer, really. I mean, for some parts of the country, you guys got, you still got February, still got March, April, maybe still a little shitty. So what are you looking forward? I mean, what do you got? Mm -hmm. There's there's no great movies. There's TVs and reruns, or at least it used to be. I don't know. And uh, it's tough times. I mean, what are you looking forward to? Like I said, Super Bowl's over. Everything's over. No mm -hmm. great holidays coming up. Nope. Fucked. Yeah, you got a, at least a month till spring break. I mean, St. Patty's Day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's St. Patty's Day. If you're a certain age, who cares about that? Yeah. You know? And uh, so here we are to try and give you something, some some relief, some laughs, a little joy. And I got to be honest with you, people. It's not easy for us today either. <laughs> Listen, you know who else is in the doldrums? The news. Yeah. I mean, we are struggling. We're looking for any like type of celebrity news or anything, and it's a lot of. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift still. What did they say? What did they do? What did they eat at Super Bowl Sunday? Where did they party afterwards? I was watching some of the clips of them partying afterwards. I think I talked about this a little bit on Tuesday's episode. but And I was thinking to myself, oh, my God, it all just seems so exhausting. Like, what an, all of it, everybody's life. And maybe it's because I'm, at, I'm looking at it from my age at this point. Everybody's life looks exhausting. I'm like, oh my, go to bed, everyone. What are you all doing up at a, this ungodly hour? Hey, marshmallows in the background of everybody's picture. <laughs> yeah. you know, this guy, some guy spinning DJ shit. Guy in a paper mache helmet. <laughs> yeah, like, every, but it's some DJ always there. Mm -hmm. But I guess it was Vegas, so it was that. It's that type of place during yeah. the uh, couple of days leading up to the Super Bowl and after the Super Bowl. It's Vegas fun. It's blah blah. But, uh, you know, and I like to think that I'm still that guy, but there's just no way in hell I'm that guy anymore. But, I mean, I could I could probably, I was just there. I was in Vegas for a week. And, um, you know, it's funny. I just was watching some clips to get, not to get off the subject, but we're about to get off the subject. And as I was leaving my week of shows at the uh, Brad Garrett Common Club in the MGM Grand Hotel and Casino, be doing it again in October. Ooh. 
I yeah, thought you one, said never again. Yeah, I often do. And, yeah. I, and it usually means I'm about to do it again when I say never again. And uh, we'll be doing Brad Garrett Comedy Club again in October. Get ready, coots. Yeah. He's coming back. <laughs> you know, Alex, if it get, I'm not going to... Never say never, but never. Never. Okay, but it could... I, you never know. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I will be doing that again in October. And as I was wrapping up my week there... Some people were coming to the show who said, oh, we're in town because the concrete convention convention starts like it was starting the next week. Yeah. Concrete convention. And I was like, well, OK, I mean, listen, I've, everybody needs concrete. I mean, it's and I, you think about it. There's a lot of concrete in the world. There's mm-hmm. concrete everywhere. I'm I'm just thinking about my house in particular. The whole fucker thing's concrete. Yeah. I mean, everything. So anyway. It's called the world of concrete. The world of concrete. They kept talking about it. They're like, oh, next week, it's going to be busy here. They'll mm-hmm. talk, you know, because there's people who run the comedy club that tell me, next week's a busy one. World yeah. of concrete's coming in. And I was like, I thought they were joking. I was like, oh, is that a big one? I'm like, oh, it's a big one. And of course it is. I guess you think about it. Yeah. Of course it's a big one. So I guess world of concrete is a big deal in Vegas. And, it, and I guess it was coinciding a little bit with the Super Bowl. And so some people, I had actually met some people came to my show. They're like, yeah, we're in town, got here today. We're World of Concrete. We're concrete people. Yeah. And so I watched some shit on YouTube from World of Concrete. And it is a full-on, they got competitions and stuff. Full-on build-a-brick-wall competitions. <laughs> and it's serious. Yeah. You won 100 grand. 100 grand. The guy won a new truck. Because he built the fastest wall. Nice. You gotta see how fast these guys go. Masons, they call them, Alex. Mm-hmm. Wop, 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 wop. Next thing you know, and it's gotta be level, and it's gotta be, this shit isn't easy. Yeah. But anyway, world of concrete. You know, but everyone's over at the Super Bowl watching Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift and everybody having a good time. I think you need to go over and watch this world of concrete. They're building walls over there. <laughs> All I could think the whole time was after they finished the wall, I'm like, what would I do now with the brick wall? Yeah. They had 20, like 100 people building a brick wall. Send them down to the border, you know? Yeah. Get these damn migrants <laughs> out of here now. Just come on, everybody. We're having some yeah. fun over here. You get what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. Built that wall fast. Why can't we build the... What? Should I keep going? Yeah, I like uh, I like where you're headed, but <laughs> we might lose it. A few people might turn no, it off. Alex, oh, well, here we go, finally. It's been six years. The guy's finally talking about something I'm into. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so who knows? Anyway, but there's a lot of stuff. We we found some, of course, some fun stuff. We don't know how how we can do it, or if, even if we can do it, uh, another countdown. But um, like I said, times are times are tough over here for for like celebrity news. Yeah, I'll be honest. This one is near and dear to my heart. So okay, so you know what? Just because it is near and dear to your heart, Alex, we will we will do it because it's a quickie. Mm-hmm. They only got five. It's a oh. it's a five top five. We're not going to give you we're not going to give you as many as we often do. But here you go. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? It's done, and it's done by our friend Christina Vani. We love her. Mm-hmm. We love Christina Vani. She uh, she counts them down over there. Yeah. Taste of Home. She's the queen of countdowns. She's the queen of countdowns. Uh, and we consider ourselves the kings of countdowns. Mm-hmm. And we usually just steal Christina Vani's information yeah. and uh, and head into it. So just for fun, because it's not a celebrity. Not a t- Listen, I did find some celebrity stuff and we'll get to in a second. But for now, let's just count down five quick, the best. Are you ready for this, Alex? Yep. The best, famous, fast food Mac and cheese, worst to best, worst to best, worst to best. Fast food mac and cheese, just five. We're just gonna knock out five. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Number. Wait. 
They said they got knocked out five, and they put six. Okay, it's going to be six. Okay. Number well, six. Even better. Number six. Number six, KFC. KFC doing mac and cheese. Uh, she she said even before tasting the first part, we noticed that the noodles were simply swimming in an artificial looking yellow sauce. Mm-hmm. All right, already not that's not a great way to go. And anyway, it's three thirty nine. She didn't like it. Christina Viney didn't like it. Coming in at number s- uh, five. five. Coming in at number five. Thank you, Alex. Alex, now when we talked about this yesterday, yeah, I you, swore you, this. You were you came out you guns a blazing. Mm-hmm. You were excited about a a a mac and cheese countdown. And you immediately said, well, I'll tell you what's number one. Like, I don't even just look, yeah. and I'll tell you what's number one. And you said Panera Bread is number one. Obviously. Get a charged lemonade. Get a, get a, <laughs> get get a, get get a get, Have a heart attack and fall <laughs> face first into your mac and cheese. Yeah. Uh, well, put it in a bread bowl. What? It's, it's not, did they put it in a bread bowl? They will. Oh my God, seriously? Yeah. I love a bread bowl. Alex. Yeah. My wife often tells a story about, uh, it was like our... We went to a decent place on our first date, mm-hmm. and I kind of saw that this one, I, she was already, I already had it. Yeah. So I didn't need to be going. I went in, we went to like a, like I said, a nice, like a romantic style place, first date, mm-hmm. or second date, I think. Do you remember where? Yes, I went to, well, second date was Black Market. It's this oh, you yeah. know, place over on, the, I mean. North Hollywood. Romantic-ish. Yeah. Anyway, Ronald, and then uh, we also wanted to be fun, have a little fun too. So by third date, I was like, all right, this I got this. Mm-hmm. So the third date was Timmy Nolan's, this uh, Irish pub that I used to go to on Riverside Drive. And she she often tells a story to my friends, like, this loser sat there and ate a uh, Irish stew out of a bread bowl <sighs> at the bar. Delightful. Like I sat at the bar. So my wife, so we're sitting next to each other uh-huh. at an Irish pub in the middle of the afternoon. And I wanted to know, like, I'm not, I don't, I don't. I'm not going to, I want you to know who I am in reality. Mm-hmm. Like I could sit here and bullshit you yeah. and, and give you some fake guy, but I, I need you to know three dates and who I really am. I really, <laughs> this guy who sits at a, at an Irish pub and eats, um, Irish stew out of a bread bowl. That sounds excellent. And, she, and I was like, do you want some, anything from the menu? She's like, I'm good. Like this, nothing here is my kind of thing. That would have been it. And I'm like, well, sorry about that. And I just sat there and ate. And then I don't know what you do. Like I would have had she not been there. I, what I do like to do is I like to break up that bread bowl, Alex. And yeah. I eat the whole fucking thing. Oh, you know, now, like, do you do it after? When yeah, it's, after, after. Oh, I break so, it up as I go, <laughs> toss it in. <laughs> but what happens to the, if you break it up as you go, all the stew just falls mm. all over the place. Yeah, no, you, you eat a couple bites, you break the top layer oh, off. Oh, Eat right. a couple more bites, medium layer. I didn't know there was a way to do it. All right. Well, I'm glad I met you because you could talk me through it I'm next gonna, time. I'm very upset with your wife about that. Anyway, yeah, you could t- you could have that conversation with her because yeah. she said this was a, this, it was almost, it, it almost broke the relationship. Okay. She's like. Fourth date. How'd you redeem yourself? I mean, at that point we were already in, so then I was comfortable where I could just be who I am, and mm-hmm. you know, and and you know, you guys should know if any of you ever date me that I'm a uh, I'm an Irish stew and a bread bowl at a bar in the afternoon kind of guy. Mm-hmm. That's all. A- anyway, what was number four? Costco hot dogs. <laughs> I, you know, it could have very well been, <laughs> but I get the pizza too. We get a hot dog and a pizza and split mm-hmm. it. It's a, <laughs> yeah, actually, nothing's too good for my friends. No, and I'm doing pretty well. I can do the pizza and the hot dog. It's not a problem. Uh, oh, anyway, number five is Panera. Okay, okay. D- done. I don't even know this one, so we're just going to roll past it quick. And if it's in your town, we apologize. But it's called Noodles and Company. Oh, very good. Number four yeah. is a good. Alex yeah. knows Noodles and Company. She, she liked it, number four. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're getting to number three. I've had this place. 
Many times I don't I don't hate it. Every time I go in there, it just seems like there's always some crackhead behind there making the sandwiches, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes in order to get the next crack fixed, they they do a good job. <laughs> they're quality workers. Yeah. Um. So what if they're not smoking crack actively while mm-hmm. they're making it? I'm good with it. I'm like, that's fine. Let this guy do it. Yeah. He can smoke crack afterwards or before. It's his well, business. They have an eye for detail. That's exactly. Have you ever seen these guys dig through a dumpster? <laughs> well, they'll find it seems everything. Like that's what they're doing when they're building it. Uh, my sandwich <laughs> over at Potbelly. Oh, Potbelly yep. comes in at number three. Mm-hmm. Where, do you, where do you stand on a Potbelly? I like it. So do I. They overcook the bread a little. Or they over, it's a little. Is know, that right? Crummy everywhere, but oh, yeah. Well, but that's fine. Yeah, I, I just it just I get it nice and crummy on the edge of my bed mm-hmm. in a hotel room. Yeah, because this is where I eat the stuff on the road, you know. And then I'll just sweep those crumbs off, put them in the garbage can, and uh, move on with my day. Uh, number two, people love this place. I don't think I've ever actually had it. And you remember there was there was riots in the streets over one of the sandwiches oh, a couple yeah. of years ago. And people just absolutely love Popeyes. Mm-hmm. Everything Popeyes does, people fucking now. Is it Popeyes? Is it based on the character that eats spinach and I fights? Uh, I don't a, a think Pluto, so. Bluto, and olive oil is his girlfriend. Yeah, I don't think so. I, but is it so? It's not affiliated with Popeye. I don't think he eats spinach to fight. Yeah, if he, Pluto's get Pluto always sexually harasses olive oil and she's oh. walking around. And then, and then Popeye won't stand for it. And mm-hmm. he goes, all right, give me some spinach. I'm going to beat the shit out of this guy. Yeah. And that's usually an episode. Yeah. They made a movie, Robin Williams, Shelley Duvall. I forget who played Bluto in that. Is it Bluto or Pluto? Because I know there's that. Pluto, uh-huh. which is a dog. I think it's a dog. Yeah. It's in the Disney. And then there's Bluto, I think, that is the guy who beats up Popeye and sexually harasses olive oil. Bluto, you're right. It is Bluto? Mm-hmm. Okay. At times known as Brutus. Brutus, yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> At times. Uh, anyway, three, $3.19 of mac and cheese over Popeye's. It's number two. Mm-hmm. And number one, I've said my piece on this place. You guys know where I stand. Mm-hmm. And it's it's uh, it's painful because there's one right here, right down the street, yeah. close. Like if I was a fan, I could access it pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, there's a high school right across the street from it. Yeah. And they let out that high school, and they run right to the chick. It's Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A yep. number one mac and cheese in the business, mm-hmm. according to Christina Vani. And uh, traitor. And I see them run over to that uh, that Chick Fil A. The kids and the line. They wait in a line. I mean, the poor people who work Chick Fil A. Like, here comes three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Here comes this nightmare. And yeah. Boom. They all come in. I mean, they so. hit everything. The Starbucks over there, everything. Every it's, kid is dressed exactly the same. Yeah. It's, they, it's not a school that wears a uniform. It's not a uniform, but no. they have made a uniform. It's all like black. Black real, hoodie. Black baggy pants yeah. and a black rocker, whatever, yeah. Marilyn Manson, and a black hoodie. That's Every the school by us. Every single one of them. Yeah. Yeah, all Just of them. Just big, giant black pants, black shoes, black vans or mm-hmm. whatever, black shirt, black, black, black. Do they do the moppy hair on this side? Because, mm-hmm. Yeah. A little of that. There's not one, yeah, maybe you get one gay guy down in the theater wing who's wearing a little bit of color, but mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, it's all just straight up black. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I guess you, that's the way you got to do it. Anyway, there you go, everybody. We broke it down. There you go. I, I don't know if you're, that's top six mm-hmm. mac and cheeses. I don't know if I'm fast fooding it. I wouldn't go mac and cheese. Yeah. I'm not going to get it. I don't know why. I don't just, know. It's, it wouldn't be the first thing in, in my list but sorry I do. they don't have bread bowl stew oh that irish stew over it uh yeah it's a good one i mean you know i'm a 
Mm-hmm. I like a stew, Alex. You've, I, did you know this about me? Could you write it, write it down in yeah. your, your bio? Because when you write my bio, I want you to write my bio mm-hmm. for when I die. Yeah. Could you write your, a, your obit? Yeah, obit. That would yeah. be great. And if you could just put down, he loved, he loved Irish stew. Lover would be great. all bread bowls and Irish stews. We've got a bit of a tea shortage coming up. Did you hear about this? Mm-mm. The Red Sea. Shoppers could struggle to find tea after disruptions in shipping through the Red Sea. These are the articles I read, uh, you know, as I go through uh, looking for topics, I come up with a, there could be a tea shortage because tea, I guess, rolls through the Red Sea and they're having some, um, it's basically going to, going to, it's going to, it seems to be only in Great Britain. Yeah. And they love their tea over there, those fucks. So, uh, oh, you might, you might see less Darjeeling. That's the best kind. Is it? People love it, right? Yeah. How do, now you probably like, how do we get some celebrity news out of you, Chris? We just can't, can't, listen, we love this podcast. We're not going to sit here and listen about how, uh, how long it takes for Darjeeling tea to get from India to, to Great Britain and mm-hmm. the Red Sea. You know, I can't, I can't listen to that. Uh, but so you're probably wondering how did Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber, Justin and Haley make it work? How do they make their marriage work? Well, as an article in today's entertainment tonight, that's how, Everybody's struggling right now. Over to Entertainment Tonight, they're like, we got to come up with entertainment news. They got nothing. Yeah. Thrive Market. Wow, how Thrive Market is helping me stick with my goals this year, whether it be healthy eating or more time to do things because they make everything so convenient. Thrive Market is my go-to for all my grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online that quickly shipped to my doorstep is a huge time saver, and I'm able to move on with my very, very busy life. Alex loves it, too. I do. You're saving time. You're eating healthy. You ever seen this guy in person? He's gorgeous. That's because... He shops at Thrive. What do you love over there, Alex? You love Dave's bread? I love the Dave's killer bread. They've got, I always say it wrong, but they got the best prices on Rayos. Rayos, I yeah, do don't you do? Yeah, yeah. And then I uh, love the granola they got over there, too. Well, you just mentioned three of my favorite things as well. I love the Dave's bread English muffins, Alex, Ooh. and they get them delivered right to my door, as I said. And as a Thrive member, I save money in every single grocery order. On average, I save over 30% each time. They even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of my favorite brands. That's always fun. Check out the deals page, Alex. Mm-hmm. When you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with the one-on-one membership matching program. They, You join, they give. That's nice, too. Mm-hmm. Helping people out. Why not? A call to action, Alex. Do you want you know what? Alex is so good at the call to action. It's his turn to get you guys up and about and going over to Thrive Market to check it out. See what they got. Check out the uh, the fun sections mm-hmm. and uh, and and enjoy it. Have it delivered right to your door. Stay inside. Yeah. Don't go out snowy in some parts of the country. Stay inside and have Thrive Market bring it right to your door. Go ahead, Alex. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash cover for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash cover. Thrivemarket.com slash cover. Thanks, Thrive. They got nothing except the fact that Kanye West is chatting. You know, he's talking now. They're they're catching him in airports and shit. Yeah, it's a you know TMZ, and he's and he sometimes he'll chat, and I guess he was on one of those people movers. I don't know where I stand on the people mover, Alex. You I'm mean still, like the golf carts that come through? No, or the, the people mover. The oh, thing the you moving, stand on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still like the flat escalator. Yes, okay. yes. Yeah. You know the people mover. Mm-hmm. 
<sighs> anyway, I don't know if I'm, I'm 50-50 on it. I don't know if I'm moving faster on it or if I, I could keep that pace on the carpet mm-hmm. or if I'm, uh, if I should stay on the people mover. So I kind of do a little both. I'll do one hallway people mover, next hallway walking, next hallway people. Mo- anyway, Kanye's on the people mover. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's on there. I guess the TMZ reporter somehow gets on the people mover with him. That's what it seems like, by the way, they're rolling along. Okay. And he's, you know, just screaming about Lord knows what. The guy make he calls keeps calling himself a superhero. I'm a superhero. They're trying to stop superheroes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I every time I watch this moron talk, I'm just like, I just feel for this Kim Kardashian who's just like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. I mean, they were together for a long time. Long while. So there had to be, whether he's just, it, it was a fully a meds thing, and once the meds stopped, he became a fucking lunatic, or it's all an act, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But now he's got some sort of grill in his mouth. Oh, those are back? I But it, I'm hearing it's not even like one of those ones you slip over your teeth, mm-hmm. and you know you take it out and have, it's just for fun. Some They're saying that he got all his teeth removed and replaced with this fucking grill. Whoa. Anyway, it looks absolutely ridiculous. He, you know, the guy can't even speak. He's got, it looks like he's got two toasters in his Mm -hmm. mouth and he's got a big thing on his lip, a big, like, like a, like a blister or something on his lip, (laughs) but not like a herpes blister, like an actual, it looks like his lip is growing like a fucking other lip. Yeah. And people, of course, you know, weirdos on the internet and myself are like concerned about everyone's what, what is happening with his lip? Why is, and nobody's mentioning that. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so here's what happened. This is why you don't want to fuck with the Jews, Alex. Let me tell you why. Don't yeah. fuck with the Jews. He's fucking with the Jews. They say he's anti-Semitic. He's doing a lot of this anti-Semitic shit. Here's why you don't fuck with the Jews, because he probably went to get that grill put in his mouth at a dentist from a dentist. Mm-hmm. And who was that dentist? That dentist was Saul Rubenstein. Yeah. Okay, that's who that dentist. Dentist Saul DDS. Saul Rubenstein. Mm-hmm. And he knows who Kanye is. And he probably goes, oh, Kanye wants a new grill in his mouth? Okay, no problem. Then he looked at a couple of videos and saw Kanye screaming about he hates the Jews or whatever. Mm-hmm. DEFCON 3. Yeah, and they, exactly. Yeah, yeah calling DEFCON 3 on him and whatever else. Yeah. And then Saul Rubenstein goes, okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. I'll put it in for him. But I'm also going to put some fucking shit in there to give him a big old fucking lip. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that's and that's probably what's happening. He's yeah. probably got some sort of disease now or some sort of uh you know he's got a um what do they call it when an infection Mm -hmm. and it's because he fucked with the jews don't do that no but anyway he's doubling down on that they're asking him about why you anti-semitic and he's doubling down saying i i can be if i want to be i can't be canceled yeah i I will i cannot and will not be canceled and in a way it seems like it's kind of true because he's still but i don't know if he he's still going but i don't know if this pays the bills you know, like, I, does he still have clothes at the Gap and and Adidas and stuff, or are those deals all gone? Yeah, I don't. I because know I that saw they got him taken. The other, I know. I saw him the other day. He was with like the CEO of Adidas or something. Yeah. So, but I think I, Adidas I was was a little. You know, things are the chips are down, as you say, for them, and they went back to him like six eight months later. I believe. Okay. Well, anyway, he's just yapping about it, everything, and it's just mm-hmm. it's funny. I mean, and the girlfriend, and he's I could I could if I want to shoot my girlfriend. You know, not shoot her, like literally, you know, like shoot a video of her naked. I could do it. Don't Mm -hmm. fuck with me and all that. You know, there's nobody to me, 
Let me just say this. And I've met Kanye, dear friend. I've met him, and he was very nice when I met him several times. But this is other Kanye. What we got going on now is different. Mm-hmm. This is he's like fat now, big old black T-shirt on him. He's just yeah. like a regular fat guy. Always wearing like a gimp mask. Yeah, <laughs> does that too. I mean, just, oh. That's probably what happened to his lip. He got it stuck in a zipper. <laughs> Good for, <laughs> you know what? You might be on to something. Anyway, I'll say this. There's nobody who right now to me is just more like punchable than Kanye West. Yeah. It's just like, just somebody punched this guy in the face already. Mm-hmm. Just somebody. So, you know, just go shut up. Some little Jewish guy goes, I will not stand for this. Mm-hmm. And punch Woody Allen punched this guy in the face. Yeah. And then somebody punched Woody Allen in the face. Right? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. He's earned a licking or two, I think. <laughs> I know. Just everybody shut up. What I mean, I hear this and I watch it. So I'm as guilty as anybody, you know? So anyway, Haley and Justin back to them. They're doing well. Justin feels comfortable, safe and secure at home with Haley, which is great for him. Mm-hmm. They, a source told ET, <laughs> they just make that shit up. Right. Yeah. Did anyone, anyone know who tell you something over? Uh, what about if I say a source told me yeah. that, uh, Justin's comfortable at home. If they don't say close to the family. Yeah. It's right. Right. A source told ET that, ju- that Justin's comfortable at home. Hello. Is this the entertainment tonight? Yeah. Hi, it's me. Uh, friend of Justin's. Mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, he's comfortable at home. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Anything else you know about him? Um, no, but here's, I don't know if this is newsworthy and I know you guys are having a slow week as well. Uh, you know, who Chris Rangel is barely, uh, was he on, wasn't he on something years ago? He was, he was yeah. on television long. It's been a while, but I know you guys are scraping for stories. I saw him on Dumois, but I don't know where from. Well, that was, <laughs> but exactly. So yeah. he is, there is some relevance still there mm-hmm. and that's been a couple of years now. Yeah. But anyway, if you guys are desperate for stories, I got. Now, Justin's comfortable at home. A, here's another one. Chris Frangiola loves a Irish stew Ooh. out of a bread bowl. Just so, And he'll finish. Most people would leave the bread bowl mm-hmm. after they finish with the stew, not him. Yeah. It's the whole thing. Talk about being comfortable. That's, I mean, this fucking loser. Yeah. He'll sit at a bar in the <laughs> afternoon and, and eat an Irish stew bread bowl. He's comfortable anyway. in a Timmy Nolan's. <laughs> Haley is extremely supportive and encouraging and vice versa. Vice versa. They lift each other up in their careers and their personal lives. Once again, this is co- coming from a source. Yeah. According to the source, the yummy singer and road beauty founder know that communication is key and they put in the extra work to maintain their romance. Did you know that? I did. I could see it. Yeah, I could see it too. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. That they're like, well, of course he's comfortable with Haley Beaver running around the house. Because, I mean, look at her. Who wouldn't be comfortable with this girl? Mm-hmm. And her, she's got moist, very moisturized skin always. Yeah. It looks like, you know, I look at this girl and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, I don't, I mean, is our skin made up of the same stuff? Because mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, my skin looks like a, looks like a fucking, looks like a, a bicycle seat, you know, like a leather bicycle seat that's been left out in the rain for mm-hmm. a while. Yeah. This girl looks, I mean, holy shit, that can't be real, right? Is that filtered? What's going on? Anyway, Haley and I mean, Justin. it's definitely filtered, but I still think you're right. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Alex. Haley and Justin actively commit themselves to be better partners and make sure their feelings, uh, they, they, they share their feelings openly. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, that's all great. This is actually pretty good for Valentine's Day, too. You guys should follow the Haley-Justin. yeah. We all know that this relationship's over in six months. But for now, let's pretend that this um, source is right. Yeah. Uh, they are very committed to one another, and they take their vows very seriously. This year, we'll mark the couple's sixth wedding anniversary. Wow. You know, they got married in the place that I 
vac- do my spring break in. Oh, yeah, where? Mm-hmm. I forget the name of the place. It's uh, what the hell's the name of it? It's right there. Palmetto Bluff. Oh. I love it. And they got married at Palmetto Bluff. We go there mm-hmm. every April for my daughter's spring break. We go to Palmetto Bluff. Then we go to hang out with mom and dad. Start yeah. at Palmetto Bluff. You got a. They do. Um, they do uh, s'mores. They, every night you get to you make s'mores with uh, Beckett. We make s'mores. It's oh, fun. That's anyway, nice. Just, yeah, just let's not talk about. Uh, anyway, Beckett told me yesterday. Speaking of Beckett, and speaking of. Haley bald Bieber's face and how nice you know her skin is. Mm-hmm. My daughter told me yesterday she was saying how beautiful her and her mommy are. She was like, "We're beautiful, right, mommy?" And we were all like, "Yeah, you know, kids." That's what they say. Yeah. And she goes, "Daddy's not." Whoa. I was like, "Okay, let's." See. She goes, "No, it's not that you're not. Like you, you're fine, but you got a lot of wrinkles." I was like, "Okay, let's." This is not the way people talk. Yeah, because I didn't yeah. ruin my beautiful years with one of you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, God forbid. Anyway, the, she is road out. Oh, road beauty. That's what she does. Hey, they okay. They ba 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 ba. Six years. Well, there's been constant chatter surrounding their timeline to expand their family. The sorts know says not very much in the cards. Mm-hmm. They're excited for their future as husband and wife, and would love to uh, have a family together. Once again, the source says. Yeah. In recent weeks, Haley has proved to be Justin's biggest fan. Earlier this month, the model was front row for Justin and his tour and blah, blah, blah. Hello. Justin had a blast performing at the NHL All-Star Weekend, and here they are at the Super Bowl. They don't like to have a blast, I'll tell you that. Mm. Um, Maybe they're just not Super Haley Bowl also fans. had they turned up inside the Legion Stadium in Las Vegas. They sat in a, the pair who sat in a suite with Khloe Kardashian. Oh, they were in the Kardashian suite. Who knew? <laughs> Lala Anthony. Who the fuck that? Uh, CR and Russell Wilson had some fun on the Jumbotron when the camera caught them too. Justin playfully planted a kiss on his wife who bashfully smiled for the camera. There you go. That's DiCaprio, you know, always moping about, mm-hmm. you know, wave to the fucking camera when they put it on you. Yeah. Big mask on and shit. Just have some fun with it. Like Justin and Haley. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so and then I went over, of course, uh, when in doubt, uh, we like to go over to AARP. We go to AARP. And I'm going to tell you now, they're doing some things over at AARP that I'm not, I don't, I don't I'm not necessarily um, a fan of. Okay. Now, I think it's because um, it's Valentine's Day and it's a very romantic time, even over at AARP. Um, <laughs> and they did a thing today in today's, I went over AARP today's news mm-hmm. and they'll, you know. And they did a thing because it is Valentine's Day. Like I said, we're taping on Valentine's. You guys are listening a day after. but And I don't know if I agree with what I'm about to read to you. And I apologize for what you're about to hear. But I'm reading it straight from the AARP website, which is legitimate. They're a legitimate company. This is not some yeah. fly-by-night. This is not Quinn. No. Well, they are, they are today. They got <laughs> real dirty over there. And this is for anyone over 55. I think it's 50 or 55 is the beginning to AARP. That's when you start. Yeah. I'm a... I'm a full-fledged card-carrying member. I don't think I've ever taken advantage of it outside of goofing on it for this podcast, but you could get some discounts, Alex. Okay. Uh, what kind of discounts? I the- don't know. Hotels, a you know, a AAA, oh. things like that. A couple bucks off here and there. I mean, I guess if you went full bore on it and you got, you, you look, it would pay off in the end. Mm-hmm. It's not very expensive. No. You get like a trunk organizer when you sign up. That's put nice. your vegetables in it. Anyway, nine erogenous zones not to ignore during sex. Increase your arousal with a game of sexploration. Ooh. This is, for the, this is aimed at old people. Yeah. 
And listen, I'm not. I'm an old guy too, and I'm not going to be ageist here, or ages or anything like that. But we don't need to hear about it. Mm-mm. Let AARP stick to telling people about credit card yeah. fraud and you know things like that. That's what we want to hear from you. Yeah. We don't want to hear erogenous zones from the people over at AARP. That's not your business. <laughs> Save that for the for the these dirty little fucks yeah. doing each things to each other. But here goes, and you're about to hear some shit. Okay. Okay. Who do you think's reading this? This this magazine. Gene only- and Jerry. Go- Don't you dare, Alex. <laughs> Don't you dare, you son of a bitch. You are a son of a I'm bitch. I'm sorry. Don't you dare. I know they get the magazine. Don't know right? no, they don't. I God, I hope not. And if they do, I'm gonna I will send I will hire a person to go over there and tear it and out tear of their mailbox. Up. I don't want them seeing this. Okay. A rent one. There's an erogenous zone. You know what that means? Mm-hmm. The brain. It might not be the sexiest part of the body to think about, but Harris Jacksonville is the most important when when you're after is satisfying your intimate experience. It's also a place where you want to start. When we invite someone into our intimate space, we like to start by connecting with each other mentally, feeling comfortable, feeling safe. That's what happens, by the way, communication. Okay, that's fine. Okay. That doesn't. That's not getting too too dirty, too gross. But I wanted you people to prepare yourself for what you're about to hear, because here it comes. And I'm just reading it the way it's written in AARP. This is not Penthouse Magazine. No, no. Or Jugs. It's not Jugs. <laughs> no. This isn't Call Her Daddy. No. It's none of this. No. This isn't Smut. Uh, no. Well, it, the Vulva. Oh. I know. I mean, I think we all knew that one. I, well, yeah. Well, there's another one. For, I don't even read it, but they explain the vulva in great detail. And I don't. Okay. I'm not going to do it to you people. What I had to go through this morning, mm-hmm. the clitor, clitoris, clitoris, whatever the fuck you know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm once again. I'm. I'm sorry. Oh, and now I'll get back to normal. Okay. The neck. Okay. You don't remember that song? And my neck, my crack, my pussy, and, or whatever. My neck, my back. My back. Thank you. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I, I fucked up the order, but uh, you get the idea. All erogenous zones. That's right. And there's some, I mean, they might as well be playing that over at AARP. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, the neck, get the neck. That's good. This one's interesting. Back of the head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa. Over at, over at AARP. They're like, get the back of the head, these old heads. Yeah. Get the, get the old guy's head, mm-hmm. the back of it. Rub it. Yeah. <laughs> Rub the back of the head. As for the back of the head, Pasiogo suggests starting at the nape of the partner's neck and advancing five fingers above that and g- gently on gently on the head. If someone has long enough hair, lightly pull it in a horizontal look. Everyone wants different pressure. Okay. That's telling these nice. old people to pull hair too? <laughs> they are fucking making these people are going to die. Yeah. All right. Here you go. Here's another one. Sorry, everybody. G-spot. Get it. G-spot. Now, this one is going to be tough for everyone to hear knowing who's reading it. Yeah. Okay? The prostate. Mm-hmm. The, get in there. Get the prostate. Massage it, she says. Massage the prostate. Access to the prostate is located between the bladder. And most of these guys have a very enlarged prostate, I would imagine. I believe I do. Yeah. I, I haven't gotten the, the medical person tell me that, but I'm thinking mm-hmm. it's got to be up there. So these guys, there's, they're already probably got something in there the size of a grapefruit or watermelon. Mm-hmm. So it's probably not hard to get up there. No. Uh, and a P, they probably got a PP a lot. Now listen, I'm just, I'm coming at this from a person of a purely age. scientific. Yeah. yeah. Access to the prostate located between the bladder and the penis, uh, and you can only get at it through you know, anal entry of a finger mm-hmm. or sex toy designed to prostate stimulate. Yeah. Once again, this is an AARP magazine. This is, I'm sorry, everybody, but this is, sci- once again, like Alex said, scientific. Yeah. Nipples, skin. I think we had enough, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's enough. Okay, that'll I, be enough. 
I do want you to know that you can't. You don't have to go to some weird, dirty shop to get all this stuff. If you're, you know, you like, can you can find all the tools you need for your erogenous zones at Walgreens. Now. I didn't Target. I know. Yeah. I've seen you at Target too. Yeah, but that's just the way the world is now. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna sex is not dirty, Alex. It's no, not, it's not. It's it's it should be out in the open. Yeah, everybody's doing it. The birds and the bees mm-hmm. and all that shit. This is not pretend you're talking about. All right, fair enough. But this guy's getting his head fucking massaged, and he's, he's got a dildo in his ass. Yeah. I mean, this is not nice. Well, at Walgreens, they have one called the Butt Buddy. Yeah. Okay, Alex. We. So I said we were done with the topic. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Yeah, we were done with the topic. Buy it uh, for your old. Buy it for your dad. Uh, <laughs> his I mean, erogenous zone is sticking his old on foot. the stump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rub his stump uh, okay. a little longer. All right. All okay. right, everybody. Enough is enough. Let's not. Uh, okay, now the other, the other thing I thought that was interesting mm-hmm. about the, the AARP, and sorry everybody, we're we're losing all of you, but we're just having some fun over here. D- is this age discrimination? I know, I know we have a certain audience, and uh, and this is a quiz to find out if your boss says these things to you, mm-hmm. is this age discrimination? Okay. <laughs> here you go. You ready? Mm-hmm. These are the questions. My boss sometimes calls me dead wood. I also sent an email that he sent to the managing older employees saying she's like a herding hippo. Can he say that? Listen, I'm just going to say, I'm going to stop, the, you know, enough jokes. Mm-hmm. No, I'm no. just going to go with a no. He can't say you're dead wood and a herding hippo. I don't even know if it's ages, <laughs> but he can't say it. He can't say that. So they give you two, two A or B, should you? Anyway, we're just going to pick it so we can move on. Submit. No, no insults like that. You can't say that. That's okay. what they correct. I would pick the correct one. Uh-huh. You cannot do that. No insults. Next question. I interviewed for a position that requires some on-the-job training. I know I can do, but the recruiter said, I doubt someone your age can even do this job. Is that illegal? Once again, pretty easy. I'm going to say yes. Yes. Correct, Alex. I did it again. Mm-hmm. All right, next question. There's only seven of them. Stay with us. Can a recruiter tell me, I don't think someone your age could take orders from a young boss? I am going to say you can't say that, right? No. 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 Correct. You cannot. I've been a young boss, and it's true, but you can't Don't say you it. Don't you dare. Take, listen to me, you old timer. Yeah. Take that dildo out of your ass <laughs> and get the hell out of here. Get your dead wood out of here. <laughs> I called me dead wood one time. Who that did? Is, when I was an electrician okay. in New York City, I hate, I fucking, the guys I worked with, these fucking old, I was like a, you know, a, a apprentice. Yeah. And it was these asshole journeymen. And the one guy told me one time, he goes, yeah, you know what the problem with this union is, Local 3, IBW? Mm-hmm. He goes, it's too, too much dead wood. And he, and, he, and he referenced me. Like, he like I was, gestured? I was sitting there like eating a bagel. So I, I hadn't even started the day yet. I was just trying to. You know, fit in. Mm-hmm. He goes, it's too much dead wood. Agreed. Yeah. I, I was like, I wish I could argue with you. But in this dumb business, I am dead wood. Mm-hmm. Thank God when he said that, I was like, all right, I got to get out of here. Yeah. And I got out of there. And look at me now. I'm living in a, mil- a multi-million dollar home. Mm-hmm. Had I stayed there, I would be... I would be dead wood, mm-hmm. be buying my, uh, you know, my my six hundred pound wife some dead flowers today. Yeah, and probably trying to get my prostate stimulated. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a job posting that said the company was interested only in people with seven or fewer years of experience. Can they? Uh, that's not a good one. Okay, let's just answer. That's not a fun one. Um, I think that's it. Oh, wait, next question. Uh, how old are you? Can they ask that? 
Can no. a recruiter ask that? What do you think, Alex? Well, I mean, I think they can ask, are you older than 18 they can or 21? They can say yes. But they can't yes, say they how. Can, yeah. They can ask you. Um, once I applied for a job, the recruiter said, you're too old and refused to hire me. That's rude, but it's not illegal. Okay. No, it is illegal. Oh. Don't you dare. Uh, okay, well, that's interesting. So then I was like, oh, this might be a fun thing to Google and, and find some other things that people can and can't say in the workplace. Because let's face it, we live in a new day and age mm-hmm. where the things you say in the world, and there are, you can, there's a lot out there. Avoid saying these 33 things to your boss or at work. Okay. 33 things. We're not going to go all 33, but you know what I'm saying. This is fun. Okay, you ready? Avoid. <laughs> these are the things you avoid. Don't say this to your if you got a new job, mm-hmm. maybe you started the new year with a new job. Don't say this. That's impossible. That's impossible. Mm-hmm. No way. This is good for you, Alex, because I'm your boss. Yeah. Technically, don't say this. You're wrong. Don't ever say that to me. Okay. <laughs> I'm never wrong. You're, don't say you're wrong. Don't say this is impossible. This is just like, um, don't say this one. Uh, can you ask someone else to do that? Yeah. That's a good one. I mean, I like that one a lot. Yeah. Oh, I don't, that's not, mm-hmm. can you ask, would it be possible to ask someone else? Yeah. I don't do bathrooms. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Yeah. This is a good one. I can't. I can't. I, I can't. just, I thought you can, I thought you could say these things these days. Just mm-hmm. why not? Mental health. Yeah. I can't do it. Mental health. Go ahead and argue with me. You'll mm-hmm. be fired. Uh, that's not part of my job. No, just no, no, no. Yeah. No. I don't know. I'll try. What's wrong with that one? Mm-hmm. I like that one. I'll try. Yeah. I'm just going to grab a couple of coffee packets from the kitchen. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> that's that's one not to say. I'm not paid enough to do that. I feel like this is like all things that I've said. Yeah. I say every day. Honestly, I think that one's kind of fair. This is a good one that I've seen a lot. Like in my days of like waiting, I've all of these were like in my days of waiting tables and bartending. You heard these every day. My breakup has got me really messed up. So my heart's just not in it. Today. I just don't want to work today because I just broke up. With, yeah. Mm-hmm. My cat died. Um, That's not what I heard. Don't say that. Uh, So what should we do? With, so what should we do this weekend? Yeah. Oh, that means you're hanging out. Like what should we do this weekend? And mm-hmm. the boss like, oh, we don't. We're not. We don't that. fraternize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry, but. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I did my best. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, you can't argue with it. Yeah. Okay. It's really not my fault. It's that person and then blame another person. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think these are all great. I like them all. I can't work with that person. Agreed on that one, too. Oh, this one's good. And I say it constantly. He's a jerk. <laughs> That's about someone else that you're working with. Yeah. As a jerk. You say that to your boss. Mm-hmm. What's up with Tim? He's a fucking jerk. He's a jerk. <laughs> you know, I don't have a lot of coworkers over yeah. here, but uh, this is a good one. I don't have a solution. Mm-hmm. I don't. This person is the worst employee. Go, I'm dead wood. I, <laughs> what do you want? I don't. I'm dead wood. I don't have a solution. I just want to go home and have my wife play with the back of my head. Uh, leave yeah. me alone. I'm bored. Oh, that's a good one. That's, I feel like that's every young person today mm-hmm. at work. To just, I'm, uh, I mean, some jobs just seem so boring. Mm-hmm. Like going to, I'm in airports a lot, and I just see some like airport boutiques. I'm like, well, who the hell's going in there? And they're just on their phone. Yeah, you know, and just like, uh, I'm pretty busy. Can't wait. Uh, can I leave early today? I'm going to be out. I'm leaving to. I, I need to, tomorrow off. Can I be honest? 
I heard John just got a raise. I want one. Um, These are all things I think you should say at work. I know. Anyway, there you go. When I was growing up, they said you don't get a raise if you don't ask for it. You got to ask. Right. You got to let them know. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever really gotten a raise in my life, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. but I guess I started out at a, at a good, I was like in, before I got, a, you know, famous. Thank you. What? Uh, I got, uh, I was in like jobs where you you do, you know, you get hourly wage and tips. Mm-hmm. So you don't really get a raise, you know, you yeah. get an hourly raise. I don't think I ever got like a raise. Did you ever work anywhere where you had to pool tips? No, not. I mean, uh, I only worked in like two or three restaurants and each one of them for 10 years. Yeah. So I didn't really, uh, no, it was not never a pooling system. I think we pooled on New Year's Eve. That was the only mm. time we pooled at okay. Mirabel Restaurant, 8768 Sunset Boulevard. Uh, okay. Anyway, what else? That's about it. I think mm-hmm. we've, there's a, we, we did, we dragged out this dumb yeah. podcast for as long as we possibly could. Now, you had asked if I think- con- I can't talk about 72-year-old clitorises <laughs> anymore, people. I just, not my business. Uh, go ahead. You had asked me if I think Kanye still has money. Yeah. Do you know how much his new teeth cost? How, oh, how much? They're made of titanium. Oh, so that's, you can't even break that. No. Okay. 850000 No. Yep. Really? Really. To get titanium put in your mouth? Yeah. Teeth. What's the purpose? But it don't even look like teeth. It looks like it, it it's not like they're teeth. It looks yeah. like um just a big like I said, it looks like a toaster. Mm-hmm. I mean, this fucking moron. Anyway, yeah. what are you gonna do? All right, enough is enough. We could do all that. We got plenty more coming, more stuff on Patreon and regular. And uh and then of course you could see us live. You can come right up and and look at my enlarged prostate up close if you want. In these cities uh, in the next few weeks, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. uh, Washington, D.C., uh, where give, go keep Alex, Ontario, Ontario. That's Sunday. This Sunday. Sunday night, Ontario, California, mm-hmm. uh, and then Stamford, Connecticut. Everything's on Frangiola.fun. So many more and more to be added. I haven't even added my September, October, November, December. They're all coming. Uh, and I'm coming back to some fun cities. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the shows are good. Your We're first time at the it. new Kansas City Club, I believe. It is my first time in Kansas City. At, yep. uh, well, in that club. At that yeah, club. Yeah, yeah, Kansas City Comedy Club, I believe it's called. Uh-huh. Be coming there one night only. I think it's a Wednesday night. So is there yep. a date on that one, Alex? That one we- is going to be March 27th. There you have it. Uh, Frangiola.fun. It's got it all. So uh, thank you for listening. We promise to be uh, get better and better. So don't uh, don't judge us by this one. If you just mm-hmm. came over today, going, "What the hell is he talking about?" Uh, sometimes there's, you know, we have some. But I listen to other podcasts, and everybody just rambles. Yeah. So over here we ramble. Sometimes we go into. I I, I didn't want to talk about the, the AARP erogenous zones, but I read it, so you had to hear it. Yeah. That's it. You know, I mean, for the most part, we are both Alex and I are dead wood, and mm-hmm. we're just trying to get through the day. Yeah. That's the way it is. Uh, all right. I think you learned something. If you guys, maybe you're going into a job interview tomorrow mm-hmm. and you're like, oh shit, I can't say I don't have any ideas. Um, these are the type of things that you've learned over here. Yeah. All right, everybody got to go. What do we got to get out of here on us? We always like to get out of here with something fun. And today it's going to be, this is what I tell my boss. I used to tell my bosses. Oh. Not even, now I have a great boss. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's me. Take this job and shove it. This Merle Haggard? He's Johnny Paycheck. Johnny Paycheck. Close, but. Take this job and shove it. Mm-hmm. You probably can't say that to your boss. No. Uh, there's been times I've wanted to, you know. 
don't think I've ever really walked out on a job. That's good. That's noble. People are, people often ask you what's your worst job you ever had. You know? mm-hmm. And I remember one time, I think I've told this story before on the podcast, but at this 700 episodes in, you're probably going to hear some repeats. Um, I, I, I was working for one of those companies. You probably see people doing it. They'll hand out shit, you know, like, yeah. uh, you want to try a, this soda or something? And mm-hmm. they're, they're, you know, certain locations, Times Square, Venice Beach, whatever. Sporting events. Yeah, sporting events. Yeah. Try this and whatever. And each week, the, com- the company just, hu- they're not that company that you're actually handing out. Mm-hmm. They, they hu- that company hires these They contract people. you. There you go. Yeah. So you're doing, every week you do some other dumb promotional thing for mm-hmm. a company. And who knows what they could possibly be. You're like the Costco sample person exactly. in the real world. So I did it for, and they were paying whatever they were paying. But this time, you know, times were tough and we were all broke. And it was all starting out in show business. Thank you. And it was Sarah Colonna and myself. And I think maybe even Chelsea Handler were involved early, early on with this dumb company. And I think Sarah was the first one who got it. She's like, you got to come over and do this. It's easy money. Easy money. Like you just hand out a couple of sodas and then just fucking walk away. You know, mm-hmm. say you worked eight hours. They don't even know. Put them in your trunk. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. More or less. So I was like, oh, let's, I'm in. 150 bucks for the day, whatever it was. Anyway, one of the promotions was for this bank that was opening. And it was, you were, we were giving away free gas. Ooh. Yeah. So it was, you got to pump the gas and you had to be in an orange jumpsuit because the company was had an orange, you know, uh, yeah. whatever motif. They wanted you to look like a prisoner. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. How can we how can we embarrass these people even more? And mm-hmm. it was early in the morning and it, they, they promoted it on the radio or something. And it was it was an event mm-hmm. and it was a gas station here in Hollywood. And it was only at like one or two gas stations. And I think it, was, it wasn't like fill your tank. I think you got. Five gallons free or something. That's still good. Yeah. And there I was at like six o'clock in the morning on the corner of like Kowangan Fountain or something, pumping Mm -hmm. gas for people in an orange jumpsuit. (laughs) And I remember saying, God, I just hope to God I don't see anybody I I know here. Yeah. You know, like I just hope. And sure enough, one a guy I know pulls in. He's like he had like a fancy Mustang. He was like I think he's I think he's dead or in prison now, but whatever. At the time, he seemed like he was doing well, like, yeah, moving, you know, fast move around, up, out and about yeah. around town. And I was like, "Oh fuck, this guy!" And he comes pulling. He's, "Hey, what's up, friend Jolly? What are you doing?" I was like, oh, "I'm gonna pump your gas in my orange jumpsuit." And I pumped his, and I was like, and I jokingly said, I go, "Don't tell anybody about this, okay?" Uh-huh. And I swear to God, I mean, say, say what you want about this prick. He didn't say anything. He didn't. I would have. I'm not the person he is. I would have sped out of there and told all my friends. I just saw my loser friend pumping gas at 6 a.m. In an orange jumpsuit. In an orange jumpsuit. And then I had to go to a training program before we did it. Because you're pumping gas, it could be dangerous. Mm -hmm. So we had to go, like the night before, we had to take an eight-hour course. This is all real. I mean, you... You people, you make, you know, you, you, you shit on me and you give me bad reviews and you write these things. You see what I've gone through? Mm-hmm. I'm lucky I'm still alive. This is what I've gone through to get to the place that I am. Yeah. So, I mean, when you tell me I'm ugly, like my daughter and things like that, it's not, it's not nice. Mm-mm. Okay. So, um, I went to a training program, like eight hours. 
But we sat at like a classroom, and a guy told us how to pump gas. Okay. Did for, they pay you for that too? For eight hours. Okay. Like just uh, you know, because I guess it's a big company. You mm-hmm. don't want to end a lawsuit. I let myself on fire. Now I'm going to sue the company <laughs> for a hundred million dollars. You know yeah. what I mean? So, uh, and I remember like they're telling us all this and that, and here's how the nozzle works, and they had like a gas pump there to show you how to do it. And I was just like, we're talking about this is we're talking about pumping gas, right? Yeah. I mean, I want to make sure we're on the same page here because. This is pumping. Like, we've all, I think we got it. Yeah. But then it was like, if, if something does go on fire, you need to know how to put it out. And they were showing different ways to put it out. Different. different. Oh. To snuff a fire? Uh, no, like, and then we had to, sh- if we went on fire, mm-hmm. which at that point, I wish I was. Yeah. Uh, if we went on fire, we had, they, we had to show them how we properly could, like, roll on the ground and, and how to get it. And there we were, yeah, for one hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. There I was rolling around in a classroom in uh, in Culver <laughs> City, uh, you know, at nine o'clock on a Tuesday night. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, but here I am now. You know, look at me now talking yeah. about the seventy-two-year-old Volvas. So I mean, th- things do change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, that brought back some fond memories. Thank you, everybody, for letting me tell that story. I don't know if I've ever told it before, but. There it is. Uh, we, oh, we, we, we're done already. We already played a song. I got another one oh, for you. Because I know you're a Ramones guy. Oh, let's hear it. This one's called The Job That Ate My Brain. Oh, fuck yeah. Don't they all? Got to get out of here with the Ramones. All right, everyone. See you out there on the road. More to come, cover to cover. Tell all your friends about this podcast. Mm-hmm. Leave us a solid review. Follow us on Instagram. Chris Frangiola, Alex Con TV, Con.tv. Con.tv and all that. Bye bye. Bye bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.